Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. It is indeed the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sports. Paul Sebastiani here with you live through the crystal clear SEN app and through your digital radio dials and your regular radio dials around the country, taking you right up to 3 a.m. across the eastern coast. We've got through the first part of the AFL trade day one review with uh, Pommy in Oz, Mr. Dan Williams, and he's uh, happy to stick around on the open line to get through the rest of your temper texts, which have come through and the other deals that are surveying the trade period as we speak in the AFL. But, uh, Dan, there's a little bit coming in off the uh, text on at the moment. I want to get your answer with regards to Sam Wiedemann. Now, David from Southbank believes that St Kilda uh, after him in exchange for a future third-round pick helping to support uh, Max King and uh, uh, Mr Membry up for it as well. What do you think of uh, of that deal? It's a little curveball at you there to, to bring us back in. I actually don't mind it, okay. to be honest. I, I, I really don't. I, I think Wiedemann looks like one of them players that you have to say looks like he needs a change of scenery, yeah. doesn't he? he? He just looks like he's stagnated. We've seen the best of him and we've seen what the potential, but he just feels like he looks like he's stagnated. And you, you, there's been rumours Melbourne look at him as trialling him down the back like they did with Oscar and things like that. I just think, yeah, it, I, I think a change of scenery. And I think St Kilda, Ratton has a habit, doesn't he, of getting a second wind. We saw Mason Wood towards mm-hmm. the middle of last year and stuff. I, I think he could maybe be rejuvenated with a little bit. And it's probably a good deal for both, to be fair. I don't mind that third rounder. Okay, interesting. Okay, there we go. So Sam Wiedemann potentially off to St Kilda. We'll keep uh, close tabs on that one. But one of the big names, Pommy, that has uh, been doing the rounds in the AFL trade period is uh, Brody Grundy. Looks like he is on his way to Melbourne. But, uh, well, you you were a big fan of what Collingwood did a couple of trade periods ago when uh, they offloaded the likes of Trelaw to make room in uh, in the salary cap. Uh, what are you making of uh, of the uh, move with regards to, to Brody Grundy shipping away from Collingwood and potentially on to Melbourne? Well, I mean, I don't mind it. I mean, the biggest risk for Collingwood in this one is Brody's son. When any, a Ruckman doesn't seem to get injured and then suddenly does, I always think that's mm. warning signs. Yep. And he's had a lot of injuries this year. Maybe it's the time to sell while the stock is still high. Mm-hmm. Still got credit in the bank. It depends what they get. I mean, if I'm... The rumours are it's a future first. 
yep. is that that's what I'm reading everywhere. I would be waiting on this deal with Jackson because you presume mm-hmm. 16 is going to be included in that. Mm-hmm. I'd be wanting 16 this year because for Co- for Collingwood, that's screaming Jefferson, Isaac Keeler. The two needs for them definitely are that forward half and then probably a rook forward. It looks like they're going to be playing two rooks. So for me, Matthew Jefferson's the key forward they dream of. They can build a franchise around him. Keeler as well suits that bill. So I'd be just holding off and going, look, tell you what, when Keeler comes, we'll have a pop at that one. Yep. Okay. Very interesting. And uh, the other one that popped up today, I'm not too sure if this was sort of out of nowhere, but uh, North Melbourne back on the ruse. Uh, well, they declared an interest in, in Hunter Clark by the, by the looks of it. Interesting. Cause he's, I mean, he's really highly touted by not just St. Kilda, but a lot in there in the AFL circles, but uh, North Melbourne has, has popped its head up and said, oh, we want a bit of the, we want a bit of the 23-year-old, even though he's contracted to St. Kilda. I'm a big fan okay. of Hunter Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know why. There's just something about him. Maybe it's the, the cute bonnet he's got on his head. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but there's something about him, isn't he? He plays football the right way. Like, he, he really gives it a go, and he's been horrifically struck down with injuries. It's been yep. heavily interrupted, but... He's strong. He's hard at it. He takes the game on. Um, I think, again, if I'm north, I'm loading up on young players, but I'm trying to bring this core 23, 24, 25 AFL experience with the premise of a second chance, mm-hmm. hopefully getting one right, but also to protect the young draftees and making sure I don't have to play them 20-plus games on the ball and in the fire and really develop a good culture from them. So I like Hunter Clark. I think he's he's been there. He's done it. We know Ratton's team are disciplined. So I don't mind it. I, I think it makes sense. I mean, I would be having sniffs at your Paddy Dows, your, your Hunter Clarks, even your Sam Wiedemans. Yep. I'd be having sniffs at these players and just bringing that like mid-mature age. So when these boys reach 21, there's some 25, 26-year-olds there, and you've really got that protection. So it'll cost next to nothing. I can't imagine St. Kilda asking for a lot. They have a plethora of Hunter Clarks at their club. It's something that St. Kilda are specialists at, okay. outside run. They buy it all. Yep, very good, very good. And speaking of sniffing around, uh, Jack Bowes has been, uh, well, it looks like he could potentially be making his way out of the Gold Coast Suns, Geelong, Hawthorne apparently interested in in his services. What do you What do you make of uh, of the young fellow? He seems to he seems to bob his head up in this trade period, hasn't he? Well, I mean, it's we've had the Dylan Shield trade period, we have the Stephen Canelio trade period, the Papley one. This is going to be the Bose one, isn't it? It's going to be the one that we all talk about. Absolute incredible deal whoever picks him up, yep. because pick seven is Jai Clark. It, it's Jai Clark territory, and it screams Geelong. It screams yep. Geelong. You'd imagine that'll go to eight once Brisbane get Ashcroft, but Jai Clark should be around there. I, I can't see Geelong not getting this done, because Jai Clark is everything they've wanted in a footballer. He is, I mean, when you're, when you're dubbed by the powers that be to be the next Joel Salwood, makes sense, doesn't it? Geelong yeah. Falcons boy and the kid oozes class. Okay. So it makes sense for them. Bowes, 
they have a habit of taking mid-ages from other clubs and making them superstars, don't they? So those will be all Australian at Geelong. Don't, don't worry about it. And Jai Clark will annoy the the proverbial out of AFL fans for the next 10 years. Exactly right. I was just, I was actually just about to ask you, who do you think he replaces at Geelong? Because I think this is not that it's a misconception, but I think what, I think what we as like, you know, broadcasters and you was, you know, analyzing the draft and, and all people and, and all fans really is that I think there's this misconception that just because one player walks out and said, oh, we've just got to go pick up someone who's just a star and we've just got to go and get them just to get them in. It's all about, and you're big on this, you've got to replace like for like with regards to the position that they field on the ground. And that's just that's just clear as clear as daylight, isn't it, with a guy like Jack Bowes. I'm not saying that he's, you know, of of, of the quality that, that Joel Selwood is. I mean, Joel Selwood's one of, one of the best AFL players to, to play the game in the modern era. But you can see what Geelong is exactly trying to do with regards to their list profile. You can do. I mean, like, Bowes has spent a lot of his time at Gold Coast of redefined him as like a pseudo back pocket yep. halfback who can pinch hit, which makes sense because you saw Zach Tui play that role quite a bit last year, working really high up the ground and getting them flotation. So you could see Bowes being a more having that rotation as well and providing that because obviously Zach Tui, he may be Irish and as tough as an old boot. <laughs> he is cracking on a bit, though, in football terms. So Bowles makes sense. And then Jai Clark, they've got such a wonderful system at Geelong, and it's not heralded enough. And Jai Clark, for me, as soon as I saw Jai Clark's name last year start to pop up on the board, I was like, oh, you're getting a bit good here. Let's see what Geelong do. Because I was like, there's no way Geelong are going to let another Falcons boy slip. They were heavily into Walsh, but obviously Carlton would have been mental to trade out pick one. But Jai Clark is probably the best product from the Falcons since Walsh. And he screams, if you watch any highlights and you're a Geelong fan, just watch him. He screams Chris Scott football. He just screams it. It's like, it's like he was designed to play it. So makes sense. Balls in and him. Happy days for Geelong. Yep, another another flag probably coming coming their way next season. Yeah, another Shock flag, horror. just don't bother watching for <laughs> next year. Uh, and just uh, before we let you go, I think the one that is likely to get done tomorrow, Pommy, by the sounds of it, is Blake Akers to the Blues. What have you made of, of this trade? I mean, I think that the, the, the word is from what we've heard today is that it's going to be a future third-round pick, which, I mean, on... I mean, on the basis of it, I mean, like just looking at it from face value, it looks looks pretty good value for for Carlton. I think I think they've done a I think they've done a very good job there. If if Nick Austin can get that one over the line, if I'm a free or fan, I am calling Vic Paul tomorrow <laughs> if it's a future first, uh, because that is Ned Kelly territory. That is um, 350k is the highest salary I've seen reported for him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a bargain. It suits Carlton's needs. If, if you drew yourself a winger from last year, it would be Noons played that defensive wing role, probably wasn't good enough for like finals football. He's probably that tip, that middle table type player. Yep. If you're playing him 18 plus games, he's a massive upgrade on him. Elite engine. I love the story that he went to Fremantle and he had to work on being a winger, and that wasn't his preferred position. He's knuckled down. He looks good for Fremantle. It's going to be another George Hewitt deal, this, and the fact it's a future third when looking 
very early at next year's third rounders. Carlton won't get a player of that calibre, I can guarantee you now. Great calibre, great calibre footballer. And be shocked, a lot of people aren't getting excited by it and going, oh, he's an average footballer. They said that about George Hewitt last year, and look at George Hewitt this year for Carlton. Amazing what a new system does, and this is screaming winger the way Carlton play. 80% of their football goes down them flanks screaming winger like play takers will be looking at that and going all right Carl Amon all right Ed Langdon I'll show you what I'm made of and I'm looking forward to seeing him very interesting now SEN uh, on the socials they put up uh, Carlton's best 22 for next season and pretty much just slotted him straight into that wing position straight into the team is that what you see occurring next season for the Blues Oh, 200%. He will be occupying one flank. And I'd suspect that that other flank will be... I did see it. I don't think Walsh will start on the wing. You can see Voss has trialled it. But you can see that 60% of the time he wants him in and around the guts. And I think the best experiment was early year resting at high half forward for Walsh and letting him penetrate inside 50. So I'd imagine you'll see on the other wing either O'Brien or Cottrell, who really did make headway last year. Another guy that can rest on that high half forward flank as well. So, But I'd imagine, yeah, Blake Akers, that'll be one of the first names on the team sheet, especially if he does it alphabetical order. Okay, beautiful. There we go. Uh, that's a wrap for day one of the AFL trade period and what's to come in the AFL trade period with the great Pommy in Oz. Make sure you check out all his socials as well, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Have I missed anything there? I think that's pretty much it. Have we covered all bases? Yeah, I mean, if you just type in <laughs> English guy AFL, I think I'm probably one or two. Mate, I'll tell you what, I, I think it's it's a shock to the system for many to hear someone as uh, expert or with the expert knowledge that you have with regards to all these draft profiles and, and picks and, and the way deals work. It's uh, it's always a pleasure to, to hear your voice. And uh, now you've, uh, you've, got a, you've got a bigger audience now to, to appease, my friend. I really appreciate it. It's nice someone saying they enjoy hearing my voice. My wife tells me the opposite all the time. So That's all right. Nice. Is she listening or not? Uh, she is. She's somewhere <laughs> in, in the shadows as wives often are. Good man. Good man. All right, my friend. Uh, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll chat to you sometime this week, maybe tomorrow, to, to wrap up day number two. Looks like there's going to be a whole host of other deals that, that get uh, done throughout the week. But, uh, my friend, it's uh, very good chatting to you and uh, enjoy. Much love and everyone enjoy their evening and drive safe if you're driving. There we go. At Pommy in Oz, Mr. Dan Williams with all the AFL trade wrap up for day one of the AFL trade period. But with that, we'll get to a quick little break here on the overnight crowd on SEN, your home of sport. After the break, we'll get into some round ball action as well. We'll be joined by Simon Hill after midnight to discuss the upcoming A-League season and to review Uh, The match week nine that has just gone by over the weekend in the Premier League. There's still also one fixture to come. Leicester versus Nottingham Forest tomorrow morning to round out match week nine. And then we'll be joined later in the program as well by race track Ralphie. Ralphie Horowitz to review a big weekend of Group 1 racing from Flemington and Randwick. And after the break, also make sure you call in to the open line as well. The line is open. one 736 736 is the number to have your say. 0433 98 is the number to text in all your opinions and questions.
questions with regards to any sport, AFL, cricket, racing, could be anything, soccer. We'll be back right after this break. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.